0: It's gonna be a good day. If you go the right way, you might die quickly or solve a mystery. Welcome back to
1: What Would Cherick Do? Hey, choose your own adventure podcast.
0: I'm Chad. And I'm Eric. And we are here for another undead adventure.
1: Can you believe it?
0: I can't. <laughs> we don't, I don't know if we've dealt with the undead in... and... Have, have we not? Well, not in a while. Oh, Not since okay. Vampire Express.
1: Oh, ah, okay. Well, that's a couple months ago.
0: Ah, uh, yes. It wasn't that long ago.
1: Yes, but this is a different variety of undead. True. Which is totally different yeah full of surprises and brains Brains. no you know what's good with brains a little hot sauce oh yeah yep
0: never never tried it it's quite the delicacy um so today uh we are reading choose your adventure number 34 zombie pen pal yes and uh fun fact right Literally right before we clicked the record button, we had had a a different book chosen. Chad really threw me for a loop on this one, guys. We had chosen a different book, and I had a prophecy, if you will, an inkling, some might say. A premonition, perhaps? A premonition of sorts that the book we should actually be doing was not the one I had chosen previously, but Zombie Pen Pal. So here we are. So here we are. We're gonna do it uh, for better or for worse. We're follow, doing it now. I'm gonna follow our follow, Well, my gut. Yeah, I don't. My guts had nothing to do with this. So hopefully, no. Hopefully, Cherrick's guts don't have anything to do Ooh, with it. Yeah. Let's just hope for the best on that one. I mean, he's our pen pal, right? How bad could it be? Didn't we have like an alien pen pal like last season that? Oh. Sent
1: us to and that kind of sounds
0: familiar rescue him but we actually got captured yes well we got captured
1: by aliens
0: was it project ufo
1: no that one was first season i don't remember what the title of that one was but yeah we were like on a mission to find him and then we got captured by aliens i think was he an alien he was an alien he was an alien oh man yeah. i don't remember what that book title was Wow. Well, we'll just have to go back through all of our episodes and listen
0: i'll start right now <laughs> and i will be done in four days and go or not because we got to do this first oh um, right. let's do this yes. one first so
1: without further ado here we go as zombie pen pal as Cherrick. oh <gasps> well, that's that, it that felt good oh yeah we're in for it now
0: so we had a pretty fun uh Intro to this book? Yeah, quite unique, (coughs) but I mean appropriate for the story that that we have. Yeah, so the book started with like four four pen pal letters, um, written between Sam Desjardins and us, I guess. Yeah, and Cherry, Yeah. Yeah, so we were the recipient of the pen pal letters, which I think was not incredibly clear to me at first, but um, so i'm going to talk about the letters and then eric's going to talk about what happened next yes indeed so in the letters we're in second grade and we get kind of paired up with a uh, pen pal from like the pen pal club or something um and they're from this town called pointy hill maine that's us Cherick. we're from pointy hill maine and the person writing us her name is sam Desjardins. And she's from New Orleans and she tells us a lot about New Orleans and things that happened there like Mardi Gras and how they live near the French quarter. And she lives with her grandma who she calls Mama. And they live next door to these really weird people who own a voodoo shop. Mm -hmm. um, Who Mama says that Sam should never, ever, ever go into. But then, um, so this is all happening in 2005. And if, your history is serving you correctly right now, you will recall that that is when Hurricane Katrina struck New Orleans. So, the last letter we got was right before Hurricane Katrina uh, struck, and, you know, they had ordered the evacuation of New Orleans, and Sam, you know, expresses to us via letter that she really feels like that they should evacuate, but her mamaw says that she's not ready to give up everything that she worked for, and that the, uh, the guy, um, the voodoo priest guy, uh, he's a boker. That's the name for, uh, a voodoo priest. And I don't feel like his name is super important, but, um, he is going to have a ceremony and like the voodoo magic will like protect them from Katrina. And so last we hear, uh, the priest's wife, Mary is coming over to pick up Sam and take her and Myanmar to the voodoo ceremony. And she's uh, super, super scared. Um, and uh, and that's about it. That's the last letter we ever received from Sam Desjardins.
1: Several years later. Dot, dot, dot. Bum, bum, bum. All right. So years have passed. And we are hanging out in Pointe Hill, Maine. With our two best friends, Elton and Mina. John. Elton John and Mina Harker. Yes, we're in seventh grade now. And we get together every Friday night to watch horror movies because that's just what we love to do. Uh, However, because we're on vacation, we've moved up a monster movie night to monster movie afternoon. Uh, And on TV, we're watching this movie called Return of the Bride of Frankenstein and classic yeah pretty good right we're just gonna be so afraid and mina kind of notices that something's a little off with us and she asks us she's like hey what's bugging you man and um we don't we don't really know how to describe it at first but then we're like hey you know that new girl the one whose name is rose and immediately elton john is like oh you mean the one who looks and acts like a freaking zombie?"
0: Geez, Elton. Judge yeah. much.
1: He, he's, he's got no filter. It's not his fault. I mean, it is his fault, but, you know. Uh, yes, and then Mina laughs. She's like, what are you talking about? Rose isn't a zombie. And Elton's like, wanna bet? Her eyes are dark and black, and she walks around in a trance all the time, and she's really pale? I tell you, she's a freaking zombie, man. And we think that, you know, he might have a point, because those, at- those attributes are uh, Rose, in a nutshell. But Rose reminds us of someone and for the life of us, we can't remember who. And then suddenly we remember it's Sam because one time in these letters, she sent a picture of herself. Oh yeah. uh, Which was actually kind of a strange and creepy picture. First of all. And so Rose reminds us of this picture of Sam that we saw years ago. And we're like, that's it. She reminds me of Sam Desjardins, my old pen pal from New Orleans. And Elton's like, the one who died in Katrina. <laughs> and, uh, we're, and we reply. We're like, we don't know that she died. We just never, you know, we never heard back from her. We kept trying to write a bunch of times. but uh, We wrote to her. Yeah, but all the letters came back to us saying that they couldn't find her. And, you know, none of them got through to her. So yeah. we don't know what happened after Katrina hit. Um, and Elton, he looks outside and he points. He's like, speak of the devil. If you want to know if Rose is a zombie, you should ask her because now is your chance. There she goes. Oh, sorry. If you want to know Rose the zombie is Sam because she reminds us of her, then uh, we have a chance because she's headed straight into a cemetery next door.
0: Mm. Foreshadow much?
1: Yeah, really. And Mina's like, why is she going into the cemetery in this weather? And we're like, well, I don't know, but we're going to follow her. And Elton isn't sure that this is a great idea, but, you know, we convince him. It's like, come on, man, what could happen? Shut up, Elton. Ha ha ha! So we go outside, and it's definitely getting dark, and the storm clouds are rolling in, and they've predicted a pretty nasty storm happening this evening. Uh, so the dark clouds are rolling across the sky, raindrops starting to splatter on the ground. And we enter the cemetery, and we come to the fork in the main path. Uh, and it's kind of hard to see any bike tracks now. Uh-huh. But we do hear a scraping sound off to the right. So, if we follow the scraping sound, turn to page Uh 7. Or if we stay on the main path and go straight ahead, turn to page 35. Huh.
0: I mean, it's a scraping sound. It's a scraping sound, which literally can be anything. Could be
1: anything, but it's also a cemetery. It could be cemetery.
0: chipmunks. It could be the caretaker. It could be uh, a zombie scraping to get out of its grave. It could be a teacher uh, standing next to a chalkboard. Yep. Just in the middle of nowhere giving of a, a lecture. Yep.
1: Practicing, perhaps, as one does in the storm
0: um
1: but we don't exactly know where rose went we don't and um i guess i'm more curious to know where this sounds is coming from even if it is something silly versus just like continuing ahead and
0: having nothing here's my thought <coughs> it really seems to me who wrote this book um ken
1: McMurty. Ken oh, McMurty. Nope, sorry. Ken McMurtry.
0: McMurtry. Yes. So Kenny, um, really seems like he wants us to follow the scraping sound. Well, it's, right. Like, it's how do you say, like, more intriguing? Can you? I think. you yeah. You can go straight where ahead of you is boring things, or follow this mysterious scraping sound. Right. I mean, it's it's a it's immediately more intriguing. But it kind of makes me want to choose the other one.
1: Oh, you're in, the, you're in that mode.
0: I am kind of in that mode. Okay. And I don't have, I mean, I'm not going to lie. That scraping sound is incredibly intriguing. Right. And I'm not going to lie. I'm sure going ahead
1: is still going to be f- something very interesting. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine that it would not go somewhere cool, you know?
0: I don't. Mm, I kind of just want to keep
1: going ahead. Let's do it. It's a cemetery. We don't want to know what the scraping sound is. Let's just keep moving forward.
0: That's kind of what I think. I just. I don't know. I have. I'm kind of trying to follow my uh, intuition on this one.
1: Well, this seems like a good place to start, Chad. Yeah. I don't really have any powerful feelings start against at it. The so. The very
0: beginning. A very good place to start. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
1: So now let's do Rami face solati do our way over to this choice.
0: Do a female dear, ray, ray a, a drop, drop of golden sun. sun. Let's just move on. Okay.
1: Because <laughs> we will sing this whole song. Okay, Chad's intuition has been spot on so far. That's one for one, Chad. Don't get too excited. <laughs> I'll try not to. Yeah, please, you know, keep it in check, pal. Keep it in check. It's fine. So we head straight ahead on the path. And soon enough, we do find, um, not Mina, Rose. We see Rose up ahead. So there's like this, you know, huge crack of lightning and the light flashes through the graveyard and the tombstone casting shadows everywhere. And we see Rose up ahead standing, seemingly praying in front of a particular tombstone. And so, you know, we um kind of crawl slash you know slither our way through the cemetery trying to find her and uh suddenly she's gone and we don't know exactly where she was but we think that we have found the right row of tombstones and we walk over to where we think that she was and we stop dead in our tracks and let me tell you why folks it's nuts so this tombstone has a cross on it And the only other thing it says, there's no dates, no nothing, just a single name written on this tombstone, and you'll never guess what it is. John. No.
0: Elton John. No. It's not Elvis Presley either. Cherick
1: Sandman. Oh, that would have been creepy, but no. It says Desjardins. (gasps) What?
0: Like our old pen pal, exactly. Samosa we J- Jardine?
1: That's exactly right. It is my old pen pal's name. And Elton agrees that this is starting to look more likely that it is one in the same person slash maybe a zombie. And even Mina's kind of scared, um, but curious as to where she went because she suddenly disappeared. Uh, and suddenly we hear that mysterious scraping sound again, followed by a plump. Uh, and we look at our friends, and and we're like, could that be her? And Mina says, I doubt it. We heard that noise back there too. And Mina was there, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna keep calling her Mina. And Rose was already up here, so it can't be her. And then Elton's like, bro, maybe it's a zombie power to be in two places at once. Elton's an idiot. He kind of is. He's just, he's a little bit of a of a of a, of a fool, um, you might say. But. Uh, and he's like, why don't we go back to the, my house and look up zombie powers on the internet? Go ahead, Elton. Yeah, I think he's just kind of scared. GTF you yeah, know what I mean? This is just like him saying, hey, we should get out of here because I'm terrified. He's scared. And I'm going to pee myself. Uh But we ignore Elton, thankfully. And we're like, look, I want to continue looking for Rose, but we'd also be interested to find out what's making this freaking scraping sound that is apparently coming from all around us. Um. And Mina tells us that it's our choice because she's our pen pal, right? Theoretically. In theory. So uh, our choices are if we go to investigate the noise, turn to page nine. Uh huh. If we decide to continue to look for Rose, turn to page 37.
0: There was a scratching and a plump this time.
1: Right. It was scratch, 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 plump. But it said another plump, which makes me think that maybe there was a plump the first time that either left out or wasn't. Uh, implied,
0: okay, I don't exactly know what that means, but yes, there was a scratch and a plump, but there was also a scratch and a plump before because that's gonna make a big difference for me. I mean, I can go back and look. I don't remember hearing anything about a plump. What page was that? I don't know. we
1: forgot to write it down. Crap, okay, hold on, like four you okay, keep talking.
0: uh, so if I'm going with my gut here, I don't feel like it would be. Super, I don't feel like it would just be like, follow Rose, and then the next choice is to keep following Rose. I really feel right. like this scratching might be after Rose.
1: Well, to me, it comes around once, right? And I think we were wise to not pay attention to it. But right. a second time seems like maybe it's a big deal. Yeah. In, in my opinion. And so... No, there was no plump implied or uh, directly
0: mentioned the first time. Okay. So I feel like what my intuition is telling me is that this Rose is not evil, but potentially there's something evil after her. Mm. We don't know that Rose is buried in the Desjardins grave. Okay. It didn't say Samosa Desjardins. No, it, no, just, it just said, said Desjardins. It could be her grandmother. It could be. That she was visiting. The zombies are most likely the voodoo weirdos from next door. Here's what I want to know, though. Is how did they end up all the way in Maine? Well, she they probably came here. Like, maybe they had to eventually leave New Orleans. And the only place she could think to go oh, was, was Pointy Hill, Pointy Maine, Hill because that's where her pen was. But... If she did, why would she have not reached out to us as soon as she got here? Maybe she just got here. But then where
1: did the gravestone come from?
0: Maybe she doesn't know. I don't know. I don't
1: know either. That's all a mystery. This is a mystery indeed. What should we do about it?
0: I I feel like Rose is in danger. I guess that's my intuition. So does that mean you want to keep following her?
1: We don't know where Mm -hmm. she went. How are we supposed to follow her?
0: No, I feel like the scratchy plump is something that's after her and we should go investigate that now.
1: Okay. So now it's time for the investigation of the scratch.
0: Like there was a scratch by us a ways back. Right. Right. We followed Rose. We found her. Now we hear another scratch in a plump. It's probably a werewolf. I'm not going to put anything past uh, Kenny McMurtry. I was just going to say Kenny G Right, but uh, I had to think of his last name. I think I think, follow the Scratchy Plumps. The Scratchy Plumps. Yeah. Well, I kind of wanted to follow the Scratch last
1: time. I'm glad, uh-huh. that, I'm glad we didn't. But uh, I'm not trying to totally. make this
0: the Chad show, so no, if you well, disagree. I mean, again,
1: like... no, I don't really have a... I mean, look, the other one is decide to continue to look for Rose. I mean, we could wander around this graveyard for how long? Till morning not find or whatever, her. yeah. Yeah. No, I no. let's go check out this noise. Okay, what page are we turning to? We're turning to page nine. I regret our choice. Well, yes, this took a very sharp left turn into what the F's bill. Yeah. So I don't want to
0: do any... Can we just go back and do the other one and not tell him about this one?
1: You want to just like n- not... <laughs> have made this choice at all like
0: oh no we died the end let's go do the other one
1: okay what if we did it like a like a faux time travel thing where chair travels back in time and knew that that was the wrong choice to make so then we come back in and are like hey we're not gonna make that decision let's make this one
0: in this story as in life you kind of uh you gotta i mean you gotta you know you make a choice you gotta deal with the consequences you know sleep where you lie Don't shit where you eat. Yes. You might say. Does that apply here? Sure. One in the hand is worth two in the bush.
1: Don't shake with your left hand. Yeah. I don't know. Me either. But yeah, we should probably just see where this goes.
0: I want you to note my frustration. Noted. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So. Um. Duly noted. Okay. So we decide to go check out that noise. Um, we sneaky sneak through the grave and uh, graveyard. Graveyard. Yes. And we come up on the noise and we like hide behind some graves and a tree and it's nighttime, but the storm has stopped. Um, and the moon comes out from behind the clouds and we can see what's causing the noise. And it is a man. A man with a shovel. Oh my. Who is digging up a grave. Oh, geez. And just as the moonlight peaks behind the from behind the clouds, we recognize this man um as one of our teachers from school who we have maybe not so affectionately named named Professor Gaga. Because he is a little Looney Tunes, if you know what I mean. He is digging up a grave. But he's always known for like weird experiments and he's always reading books about science and and alchemy and the X Files and he always talks about how this he has this laboratory in his house, but he pronounces it laboratory. Yes, and he's really bad at romance. (laughs) I'm like, no he's not. That didn't he didn't say that in the book.
1: No. No, it's just that Anyway, it's like his theme song.
0: So he's jamming to some Lady Gaga. Yeah,
1: it's out of the back of his car.
0: Always uh, digging up a we grave. We hear Poker Face playing, like just wafting along the <laughs> evening breeze. And um anyway, so he's digging up a grave. And we're like, he's not, we're like out in this, like, we're not, he's not seriously. We're like, I think he is. And Mina's like, no way. And then, like, finally, he, we see him, like, disappear because he jumped down in the grave. And then, and then we see a crowbar fly up out of the grave. And we see a shovel fly up out of the grave. And pretty soon we see a, a, a lumpy thing rolled up in a rug.
1: Right. Shoved out, up out of the grave. Shoved
0: up out of the grave. And then out comes Professor Gaga, who hauls up a ladder <laughs> and then fills in the grave and replaces the sod. And puts the uh, lumpy rug, in, kind of heavy lumpy rug, heavy lumpy rug in the back of his van, van Volvo, Volvo yeah. station wagon, yeah. hatchback, and uh, and he puts it in neutral, lets off the brake, and coasts silently down the hill out oh, of the graveyard. That
1: sneaky, sneaky man. So
0: then we're like, no, we he for sure stole a body. Yeah, he's up to no good. And then we remember about how we were talking about like Elton in class the other day was talking about like zombies and Frankenstein and reanimation and how it was all crazy and how, um, professor Gaga said that maybe it wasn't that crazy. And Mm. and Mina's like, yeah, I mean, there's some science backing it up, like cell regeneration and stuff like it kind of exists now, you know, like it's not completely out of the realm, you know, out of question. And, uh, so we're like, Huh. And so then we go and look and see whose name is on the grave. And it's our old wood shop teacher, Mr. Angel, mm. who died a couple years ago. And we're like, you don't think he's trying to bring our old wood shop teacher back to life, is he?
1: Hey, gang, I think we've got a mystery on our hands. <laughs>
0: zoinkers
1: it's just zoinks
0: zoinks (laughs) jinkies jinkies (laughs) anyway uh so here's our choice (laughs) you know where professor gaga lives if you decide to go to his house and find out what he is up to turn to page 13 if you decide to look for gaga at dragonfly school the school where we attend Where he has been known to work on late night experiments, turn to page 56. Mm. This is too weird. If you decide it's time to call in the Marines and seek outside help, turn to page 43.
1: You know what I think? Yep. I think that Professor Gaga and Mr. Angel might have been in love.
0: I think so too. That's exactly what I thought. I'm definitely thinking that
1: it's a gay teacher romance.
0: It's exactly what I thought. And
1: I'm thinking that he really misses his man. Mm-hmm. And so he's been studying reanimation for years now and has a way to bring him back to life.
0: Frankenstein style. Exactly. So how, where do you think he's going to do it? At his house or at the school? Well, I think the school is a good bet. If he's known for being there
1: and doing experiments late at night, I wouldn't be surprised if that's where he took him.
0: And he probably has more equipment.
1: That that would be my assumption, Yes. And also, if he did manage to bring Mr. Angel back from the dead, the school would be somewhere that he's kind of comfortable with. So it might not be as big of a shock. Although I guess if they were gay lovers, his house would be also familiar. Also true. But that all aside, um, I think I'm more interested in like sneaking through a school late at night. And we're more familiar with the school. Also true, yeah. Like, do, Oh, it did say that we do know where he lives.
0: But we've never been in his house. No,
1: no, no, no. Could or. could be
0: full of tricky traps.
1: We could call in the Marines, man. No. I'm just saying, if you don't like this storyline, we've never, oh, I, ever gone for help before. And this would maybe I, be a good time I guarantee time for
0: that. if we call the Marines, this is the end. Well, that's your chance to go back. Oh, that's true. And then we could keep looking for Rose. We could
1: just self-sabotage our whole storyline here.
0: No, that wouldn't do this <laughs> story justice. As as much as I'm frustrated. This is intriguing. We, I am intrigued. We should still, I feel like, try to do this plot justice. We'll see
1: it through. It doesn't have anything to do with Rose, but I am curious as to what this man is doing. Maybe he
0: brought body. Rose back to life, too, and it's not his first rodeo. Oh, there you go. That's an intriguing idea. Maybe she asked to be buried in Pointy Hill, Maine, and he brought her back to life. Interesting. I rose by any other name.
1: Well, he was practicing on a dead corpse before bringing his love back.
0: Right. You wouldn't try to... No, yeah. No, yeah. You know,
1: you would would run some experiments and tests first before the real deal.
0: Right. At least
1: on mice. Right. Or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that we should go to the school. The school, yeah, that seems kind of uh, exciting to me, and uh, maybe that's just you do you feel like if
0: you were trying to bring someone back from the dead, that you probably wouldn't want to be found out.
1: Well, that's true. A uh, junior high school does seem like a rather public place to do that. Or would nobody
0: ever suspect
1: it? But we're on vacation. There is Ooh, no school. There's
0: no school right now. That's true. We are on like spring break or something. Yes. Okay, let's go to the school.
1: Okay, well, let's check it out.
0: <laughs> well? <laughs> uh,
1: okay, well, this is a little bit unbelievable. You'll never believe that this happened in a story about zombies, guys. Uh, okay. It
0: has absolutely nothing to do with any of the choices or texts we've read so far. This
1: is very true. Um So let me catch up. We go to the school, right? But when we get there, the science lab on the third floor is dark. And there's no sign of uh, Gaga's Volvo in the parking lot. And so Mina says, well, let's check his house. I know where it is. And we're like, after you. So Mina takes us all down to Wayland Road, which is the street that Gaga lives on. And just as we turn the corner to Gaga Street, there is a loud bang, followed by glass exploding everywhere. And like lights come on up and down the whole street. And uh, there's smoke pouring out of Gaga's house. And so we run there. And Mina's like, it looks like his experiment went wrong. And as we're running by, Mina's like, wow, Mrs. Yacker remembered to put on her rope, but not her teeth. Which is very important. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Oh, Mrs. Yacker. So we hear sirens approaching and everybody's out wondering what's happening. And, we're, and we say, come on, like, it's now or never. We have to go see what's happening there. And we have to see what's up with Mr. Angel. And so we run through the yards, and we duck through lawns and yank open Gaga's kitchen door. And we rush up the stairs, and it has an awful smell. And when we get upstairs, Gaga's lab uh, uh, is nothing but a charred box. And there's, like, burnt paper peeling from the walls. And his face is completely blackened with soot, but he's just sitting in a chair in the middle of this chaos. And proudly, he says, I survived the explosion. My bomb-proof total immortality formula works. I'm alive!
0: What the damn hell?
1: I have to fight the Grim Reaper. And we're confused, but we ask him if he's okay. And Mina asks, where's Mr. Angel? Yeah, valid question, Mina. But let me tell you, Chad, he ignores that question. And he says, I'm better than okay. I'm immortal. My formula will make death a thing of the past. And so he's kind of freaking out a little bit, and we just want him to stay calm. So we tell him to be calm, there's the police are coming, and an ambulance is coming, and we can hear someone outside with a megaphone yelling upstairs, and he just continues to like say he doesn't need an ambulance, he's fine, everything's great, he's immortal, and we ask him to sit back down, and he he says, you don't believe me? And we're like, sure we do i do mean it does elton john definitely believes you uh but the professor he doesn't believe us he doesn't believe us at all so he picks up a small brown box with a red handle on the side and he says mr angel made this box for me it's pine with cedar lining i call it pandora and it makes a very loud noise when you press the little handle look around you'll see the results and we say, look, stay calm. Don't like, do anything. Angel, don't do anything crazy. Why don't you give me Just the nice give box? Us, give us the box. And we slowly reach our hand forward toward the box. Kaboom! And unfortunately for Mina, Elton, and us, Gaga's bomb-proof total immortality formula still needs a bit of work. Too bad. And we're dead. The end. Huh. So Blown up
0: by Lady Gaga.
1: Yeah. It's not how I ever saw myself going.
0: Not in a book called Zombie Pen Pal. And can you believe she killed Elton John, too? That's just rude. That's rude. Yeah. Just play... You'd think her and Elton would be friends.
1: I mean, just like the audacity of this teacher to, like, blow up the room again with children inside.
0: Right? He clearly bonkers. Yeah.
1: He's he's nuts. And he's going to prison because he just killed us. We didn't take the formula. Nope. Nope. We did not. But he blew us up anyways. Uh, what did
0: he use mr angel for that, like an I ingredient mean, seriously like uh, yeah, i don't I there's nothing. so many unresolved just, questions yeah he
1: said nothing about any of that so i already made the choice that we're doing chad has decided that we're going to search the cemetery for rose yeah and what page are we turning to? 37. Perfect. Uh, let's go back to our main story. Thank you for listening to this crazy tangent. Now we return you to our regular scheduled program.
0: Oh my God, you guys. It's so much better. This is way cooler. This is so what we should have done the first time. This
1: is the correct choice.
0: Freaking Gaga. Anyway, okay. So um, we say, okay, Rose, Sam, whoever that is, she can't have gone far away. Like, let's just keep looking for her. Right. And right then we hear, now remember, there's still a storm raging at this time. So we hear, a, see a big cla- uh, flash of lightning followed immediately by a thunderous clap of thunder.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And Mina's like, that was less than one mile away. But through, like, the flashes of the lightning and things, you see a paper laying on the ground near the Desjardins tombstone where Rose was. And Mina picks it up, and she says, it's a train schedule showing the last train from Boston to Pointy Hill, which I keep wanting to say, call, like, Pointy Bunkport or something. I don't know. What? (laughs) What? I feel like there's a town in Maine called something Bunkport. Bunkport? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um I think it's actually in New Hampshire. Anyway. <laughs> Kenny Bunkport. Irrelevant. Sidebar. Uh <laughs> I'll look it up later. Um So we said, well, she must be going to the train station. Right. She's clearly the paper is barely wet. It's only been there a minute. Rose, Sam must have dropped it. And and she's probably gone to the train station because this train arrives in less than 15 minutes. A clue. So we're like, onward to the train station. And 10 minutes later, the three of us arrive at said train station and we immediately go inside into the terminal but Rose is nowhere to be found. Hmm. And Elton John is like, "Hey, I think I saw her hiding outside." And we're like, "Um, that would have been good information to know." Yeah, Elton, Why don't you keep the things to yourself, bro. And where? And so he uh we go back outside and he points across the street into like the uh town like uh, square maybe. Um, and she's kind of standing there. She's And he's like, she's hiding in the gazebo. And she's kind of standing over in the town square, kind of next to the gazebo. Oh, the gazebo. And the storm has kind of stopped now. And every once in a while, as like the moon peeks out from behind the clouds, we can kind of make out Rose uh, standing. But she's like not moving at all. <clears throat> and then the train comes in. The whistle blows. The train comes in. It stops. Businessmen are getting off, heading out to their cars to go home for supper after a long day of work in Boston and um, then uh, a strange man uh, steps out well I guess all these people are coming off Rose, Rose not making a move right she's not looking for anyone she's not trying to find anyone um, but the strange man steps off the train and uh, we hear the whistle blow one last time as it leaves the station Toot-toot. And, um, and this strange man is standing there holding a uh, piece of paper. And he's speaking in like a, he kind of barks almost, like this low rumbling bark. And Rose starts walking over to him. Um, he's kind of, maybe they kind of meet halfway, like in the square. I feel like this is all happening in the town square. Right. And, um, she walks over to him and then he's speaking a language that we can like barely understand. Like we've taken a little bit of cover right now. So like it's not completely odd that we're spying on them. Right. But We're, we're
1: being covert
0: about it. Totally. Totes covert. Yeah. And, uh, and he's speaking this language that we don't understand. Like some of it's English and some of it sounds like French, but some of it's like words that we really don't even recognize at all. It's voodoo. But through all of it, we do recognize a few words. And it's 320 Meadow Way. And Mina <gasps> says, "Cherik, that's your address. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 because there's a storm going on. Anyway, and so here's our choice. If we step forward and ask the man what he wants at 320 Meadow Way, turn to page 74. If we decide to stay quiet and see what the strange visitor and Rose do next, turn to page 115. Eric. You got the power.
1: What power? The power of voodoo. Hoodoo. You do. Voodoo. It's that creepy guy from New Orleans. And Are you making
0: this up or is this t- like a thing?
1: No, it's just a song about it, but I kind of butchered it because I don't really remember it. But it's something about having the power of voodoo and hoodoo, hoodoo, you do. scooby doo doo da-dooby-doo. Um, but no, this is totally that guy who turned her into a zombie and is for some reason now coming after us. Um, however, I think it's a terrible idea to confront them right now. I think we should just follow them and see what they want with our house.
0: Okay, but what if they, like, want to kill our parents or something? Or what if they're looking for us, clearly, but we're not home, and so they, like, kill our little sister? Well,
1: first of all, Chad, we don't know anything about a little sister. We're probably an only child. I doubt it. Second of all, Chad, we would intervene far before they murdered our parents why Hopefully. not
0: intervene now because we are we don't exposed. have to say that we live at three twenty. it doesn't say like what are you doing at my house oh
1: come on you know that's exactly what we're going to it say just Chad, says, what because we did, what do you in, want in these books these characters have no tact we can pretend that we're going to say all these sorts of clever things but you know damn well when we turn that page it's gonna be what do you want with my house and why are you stalking me you bitch You know,
0: it's not Rose's fault. She's the victim. I'm not saying
1: it's Rose's fault. I'm just saying I don't think it's a good idea to approach this guy right now. I think that's that is uh, strategically perhaps not the best option. I think that we should follow them and see exactly what they're looking for and what they want. And if they start threatening our parents, then we can call the police and call the Oh, Marines that's a good in. idea. Well, it Maybe it is, Chad. Maybe it is. Because you know what? Three kids versus a voodoo master, we're going to die.
0: We've had one kid versus a snowman and almost came out okay. Well, what? Uh, the, uh, bo- the Yetis.
1: The Yetis? That has nothing to do with voodoo.
0: What about those Mayan priests? We lived through that one. Pretty close. <sighs> yeah,
1: well, our friend didn't.
0: Well, he was dead the whole time. We didn't right. even know.
1: So he got murdered. We could, too. That's all I'm saying. And I think that it would be wise of us to not just jump right in here. Let's voodoo his voodoo. We don't know anything about voodoo.
0: Get one of those dolls.
1: You, you Poke get some a, needles in really? it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Where are we going to find one?
0: I, we'll make it out of twigs, man. Po- pointy Bartickle, is like
1: Maine isn't known for its voodoo shops. Kenny Bunkport. That's exactly what I said.
0: But all we need is like a lock of his hair.
1: Okay, so do you want to get that? Yeah.
0: How? We'll distract him by asking what he wants at 320 main while Mina and Elton sneak out behind him.
1: Okay, no. Cut better plan. his hair. We'll have Elton bring a piano out, start ah. playing Tiny Dancer, and then while he's entranced by the music, we'll cut a lock of his hair off or just murder him.
0: You can't murder a zombie. They're already dead.
1: Maybe he's not a zombie. Maybe he just creates zombies. And you can murder a zombie by cutting off their head, right? That's a thing? Maybe. In theory, I mean, you chop off the the you know the the brain. So we're gonna what's left of it. we're
0: gonna follow them then. How
1: uh, about have, have I thoroughly convinced you, or you uh, just you've
0: moderately convinced me? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I really think it's a better idea. Probably.
1: Okay, let's
0: do it. Although fortune does favor the bold. I don't want
1: to hear it right now. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Ugh. I made mean, not
0: one choice that was wrong
1: Okay well I've made all the other horrible decisions You're
0: Not all of them Most of I them. was complicit in several
1: Well thanks for being complicit in this one It was a bust everyone It was a total bust Ugh. So here's the long hey, I'm going to make the short story even shorter We try to follow them back to our house We lose them They get in a cab We don't know where they went Theoretically it was our house But when we get there They're not there They get out of sight We're there in like 20 minutes. We're home in 20 minutes. And there's no sign of Rose or the creepy man. And the next day, we call Rose's house time after time, but there's no answer. And when we get back to school after the break that we were on, uh, the teacher announces that Rose LaPlante has withdrawn from our school for personal reasons. And we never see her again. But we wonder what would have happened had we made a different choice at the train station that night
0: laplante was the name of the uh bad video priest guy oh really i'm pretty sure
1: see i don't remember that detail
0: because i failed to mention it it was in the letters at the beginning
1: well i know exactly where those are really Ooh.
0: like letter three maybe okay
1: um wonder wonder's his first name Wonder is Samedi. Oh, okay, never no. mind. What no.
0: about Mary?
1: Mary, um, Mary. It just says Mary. Oh, okay, never it mind. Has a friend called Mary who never smiles. So no, there's no, la- there's no Laplante c- connection here. Damn. But um, all this means is that fortune favors the bold, and we just should have jumped out of the bushes and then confronted him. Probably. Which is what we're going to do now. Okay. All right. Alright, well, this took a turn that I was not expecting. Uh, which is how all good stories go. So, um, guess what we say? I was at least right about this. I was right about this. We step out of the bushes and we say, wait! And we confront both Rose and the Tall Strange Man. And you know what we say? We say, 320 way is my house! That's where I live! Damn it. Like an obvious little dipshit. <laughs> that was a little harsh uh, it was us you're talking about right? well you know what sometimes we do stupid things clearly like the last choice that we just made so <laughs> uh, Rose goes paler than pale because she was already pale but our confronting her has made her grow even paler
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yep and um, this large strange lanky man says so you are the pen pal of Samosa Desjardins he demands yes I am how do you know that are you and rose turns to us and says yes i'm sam i used to be known as samosa and you are my pen pal and she kind of shies away not knowing really what to say next and both me and elton gasp <gasps> and so you know we're confused like why do you call yourself rose laplante and who are you we ask the tall man and he says call me mr samedi i'm here on important business you need to take my friend to your house to be safe
0: Samedi was the name of the voodoo guy. Yes, correct. I knew he was a voodoo guy.
1: Wonder Samedi. Yes. And he has important business to take care of. And other matters. And we just don't get it. What other matters? Why does Sam need to be safe from something? What is it? And he says, just do as I say. And he picks up his luggage and walks away to a cab. And we ask him where he's going. And for some reason, He answers. He says, I'm staying at the Old Mill Inn. You can reach me there if you spy any trouble. Oh, I guess that's why. And now, please take little Sam to 320 Meadow Way. And so we wonder why Mr. Somebody rings a bell, which we already know. Uh, And the cab pulls up. He gets in and drives away and tells us to stay out of trouble. And he'll be in touch. So the cab drives away, heading down Chestnut Street to the Old Mill Inn. Got it. So... Do we take Sam to our house and turn to the next page? Or do we decide to follow Mr. Cimetti to the Old Mill Inn and turn to page 107? I mean, he was very explicitly clear what we should do.
0: Okay, maybe Sam could fill us in. Right. I feel like this whole time, every time we let Sam out of our sights, bad things happen. That's
1: fair. I imagine if we go to the Old Mill Inn, though, Sam would come with us. Maybe. 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 Okay, that's fair. We don't know for sure. She's maybe she would stop. A, she's yeah. got to know something. She's got to know she something. She came
0: to this town. Yes. She knows who we are. She knows who she is. And maybe the there's somebody as, as
1: evil as we thought he was.
0: Maybe he's like, maybe, maybe, long shot here, the grandma or the merry lady who smiles all the time. Yeah. Turned into a zombie. Okay. And is after Rose. Oh. And they faked her death to throw them off the trail. Ooh, okay. Okay. Right? And that's why she's being called Rose LaPlante. Right. And not Sam Desjardins. And the Desjardins grave in Pointy Hill, Maine is really her own grave. because Mm -hmm. But there's no body in it.
1: Right, right. right. Because uh, Professor Gaga dug it
0: up. No,
1: because she's still alive. Oh, right. Okay. Also, it's clearly La Plante. La Plante. La Plante. La Plante. Like La
0: Plante. Got it. You know? Okay. Yeah. And uh, so that's my theory <laughs> that it's probably the Mary lady who's the bad yeah, guy. Because she was definitely, she always unnerved Sketch Sam. Sketch AF. Yeah, she did not,
1: she did not uh, give Sam good vibes. So uh, where does that put us? Should we go to
0: our house? I think we should take Rose to our house in an effort. Maybe she, one, appears to be in danger. Right. Two, might fill us in on what the crap is going on. Right.
1: Or maybe this is exactly what Mr. Smitty wants us to do because
0: he's setting her up. He specifically told us to do this, so I'm sure it is exactly what he wants us to do. Right. But maybe it's not what we should do.
1: Do you ever think about that? What if he's double-crossing Rose and using her as bait so that he could get something that he wants?
0: Entirely possible. I'm not ruling that out. Do you think we should still do it? Well, I think maybe at least hopefully our parents are home. I don't know. Like,
1: Okay. I'm okay with going to the house. I'm just thinking that, you know, there's all sorts of angles here.
0: There is a lot of angles. I mean if we follow him we're bound to learn something. It's I true. think either way we're bound to learn some facts yeah, that I, will take the story a direction. I don't know if we should follow him. I think we should go to the house. I think I think that's that's what I think we should do. Okay. Well, let's go to the house. Okay. Let's turn to page whatever that is. I don't know. You tell me. Oh, it's the next page. Let's turn to the next page. Okay. Deal. Well. Oh jeez. Okay. Yeah. So uh, some stuff happened. A little bit. Not very much stuff. A little bit. Uh, Here's what happened. So we decide, hey, it's late. We should be getting home. We're going to take Sam to our house. Right away. Great idea. Mina is like, you know what? It is getting late. We should probably take a cab back. And you can drop me and Elton John off. At our houses, on the way to your house.
1: Right, because we just have lots of
0: cash in our pockets. Uh, uh, maybe it's exactly on the way. You know, whatever. It's fine. Parents' credit card or something. Details be damned. Um, but we have never in our life taken a cab in Pointy Hill, Maine. No. Ever. Not once. And uh, so we're like, we don't even know like how cabs work. But all of a sudden, just as we're like talking about taking a cab, one just appears. And we're like, well, that's weird. You just say that you want a cab, and one just shows up. It's pretty peculiar. What's even more peculiar is the cab itself, which is, like, purple with, like, lime green lightning bolts painted on the side. No, they're yellow lightning bolts painted on the sides with, like, lime green pom-pom fringe hanging from the ceiling. And there's, like, beads hanging from the rearview mirror with, like, chicken bones attached to them. And the driver kind of leans out the window as is like, need a ride? Oh, jeez. And uh, we are got the heebie-jeebies, if you will, about this cab, right? Yeah. And and we're looking at Mina and Elton John and Sam, and none of them look super comfortable with this cab, especially Sam. So here's the choice. Um But also, I feel like cabs in in uh, Pointy Hill, Maine, are fairly rare, right? So true. it could be a while before but another one came also around. so true. So if we decide that this cab looks okay for a quick ride home, I mean, we're not going far, we turn to page 79. If you decide the cab looks too creepy and offer to call another one, turn to page 104, Eric.
1: You know that moment in the first Ghostbusters where that guy gets in the cab and he's like, take me up, you know, uptown, and it's like this zombie creepy bone dude? Yep. Yep. And he's like, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from this whole experience.
0: Oh, I really feel like this cab driver is that evil, like evil zombie guy. Like he might be the actual bad guy.
1: Like really? The chicken bones gives everything
0: away. Chicken bones. And the beads have a very Mardi Gras vibe. And it's a very like Mardi Gras color scheme. You could not be more obvious. Taxi cab kenny mcmurtry
1: yeah does anybody does anywhere in the world have a purple taxi cab maybe i, I mean even, that'd be pretty sweet i mean i guess it'd be cool but like it doesn't sound familiar at all and i don't think that maine would have that. a small town in maine would have a purple taxi cab mm. i'm thinking maybe not maybe not probably not uh i do not think that we should get i in do this cab. definitely do not no. think we should get the, in this cab uh, No. I think that we should just say, nope, bye, see you later, let's just walk Uh, home. That's even safer than getting in that cab. Just hoof it. Yeah, that's fine by me.
0: I'd rather get murdered in the street than ride in this cabriolet, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely,
1: no. I don't think it could pay me enough money to get inside that cab. What if Elton John
0: triple dog dared us?
1: Oh, well, now we're talking peer pressure, and that's serious
0: stuff. But... So far, nothing like that has happened, so there's no effing way we're getting in this gap No! Plus, Elton's a scaredy cat. He would never do it.
1: Also, if, like, Sam is super uncomfortable, I think we should follow that hunch. I get kind of an uh, Eleven vibe ab- about Sam from, for like, For sure.
0: Stranger I've been getting things. this vibe for a so, few choices okay. now.
1: Yeah. So I think that we should really trust her instincts here and just say, hell no, we're not, we do not need a ride. We're fine. Please move along. And never come around again. because uh, I don't want to see your face no more. Hit the road, cabbie, and don't you come back no, no more, more. No more, no more, no more. more, no more. more. Hit the road, cabbie, cabbie. and don't,
0: don't you come, come back, back, back no more. more.
1: What you say? Well, we don't need a ride from a crazy man like you. A dooby dooby doo. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Let's, Quality. Uh, what page are we turning to?
0: Uh, a hundred and four. Ooh, I have a good feeling about a hundred and four.
1: Uh, okay. So the first thing that happens is we're like, thanks, dude, but no thanks. My mom's going to be here any minute to pick us up. We don't need to ride. And the cabbie shrugs and he says, whatever. And he moves along, but he does give us a strange look in his rearview mirror. And Mina is curious. She says, why did you say your mom was coming? And we're like, that cab didn't feel right. That guy gave me the creeps. Look, there's another one right there. And the next cab looks great. It's driven by the mother of a friend. So, like, we know her. We're comfortable with it. It's fine. So, she drops uh, Mina and Elton off at their houses before heading to our house. And when we get there, Sam and us, the uh, our parents are gone. So, it's just the two of us at our house. And we, you know, try to calm her down. Like, don't worry, You can sleep in the guest room. I'll just leave my parents know that you're here. It's going to be fine. And we try to hide a yawn, but uh, it's late, and our eyelids are so tired. It's been a long night. Um, And Sam, concerned, asks, we're going to sleep? And we say, yeah. And this is where things get a little strange, because we seem to be missing some sort of key piece of information, because we say... Don't worry about Mary Brown. She's just a gym teacher. She may be mean, but I don't believe she's about to hurt anyone.
0: Yeah, that's really weird. I'm trying to do some internet research. Sorry, I'm being really quiet. So, we don't exactly know who this Mary Brown
1: is or why we're afraid of her or Sam is. Um, But Sam wonders if she knows where we live. And we say it's a small town. She knows where everyone lives. But she doesn't know that we're together. So, something about Sam... Uh, uh, has something to do with Mary, which we think has a connection to the old creepy Mary who smiled at her unnervingly back in the pen pal letters. Well, we don't know for sure because we have no idea who Mary Brown is, besides the fact she's a gym teacher and kind of mean. And Sam trusts us, and so she uh, goes to bed in the guest bedroom, and we think we have a decision to make. We can't stop thinking about what's happened. And we still have questions about this guy named Mr. Sametti, and we wonder if he's dangerous. Um, so here's our choices, and the first one is kind of odd again. If we stay home and make a phone call, turn to the next page. Or if we leave the house and go to check on Mr. Sametti by ourselves, turn to page 107. Um, the vagueness of making a phone call isn't helpful. In any way, uh, because we don't know who we're going to call. I don't think we'd call Mary. I don't know where our parents are at. I know who we're going to call. Oh, Ghostbusters? Yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) If there's something weird, there's definitely something weird in our neighborhood. Let's just get that straight away. Something
0: weird
1: in your neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! Yeah. So, beyond that, uh chad i'm guessing you haven't found anything in your no internet searching. except
0: for do you know that you can get a job to be a zombie and make like 25 to 45 dollars an hour <laughs> i did not yeah
1: you just be a professional
0: zombie also and i was googling this and i got the wikipedia site for philip seymour hoffman that's strange yeah he did he ever play a zombie uh, okay. apparently or what? he is one now i don't know oh i
1: see okay philip seymour zombie
0: yeah he uh after appearing in the critically panned uh teen zombie picture of my boyfriend's back apparently that's how he kind of uh maybe got his got his start oh it was
1: back in his early early days yep well, anyway, all of this is a moot point. Chad, how do you feel about making a phone call? To who? I don't know. About what? I don't know. There's a lot of vagueness happening here and some questions okay, that we just so don't have answers for. Okay, what can for. we
0: infer from context clues? Uh, at some point between the train station and our house, we've run into our old gym teacher, Mary Brown... Yes, or
1: that just that we know that Sam is afraid of her for some reason.
0: And which I can only infer that Mary Brown is secretly the Mary who never stops smiling from New Orleans, Louisiana. That
1: would be a good
0: uh, indication, yes. And she's come here to find Rose, who is under federal witness protection or something. Something. And the uh, guy from the train is here to find and stop Mary from hurting Rose slash Sam. Potentially.
1: I'm also just now putting it together that I don't think it's pronounced Sametti. I think it's Samity, who I think is actually like Baron Samity is a, is a big legend in, in voodoo folklore.
0: Boker Samity. Boker Samity? That's what they call them.
1: Okay. Well, in in the story that I knew about it was Baron Samity. And uh, he was a pretty creepy voodoo guy. Okay. But uh, that's just one in, incarnation. So
0: she's afraid of our
1: gym teacher. Yes. And she doesn't want to go to sleep because of it. Because she knows where we live, but doesn't know that Sam was with us. Apparently. Maybe not. Okay. So So
0: we're missing some, or, and the other option is to
1: leave the house and go check on Mr. Samedi by ourselves.
0: Who uh, I'm I'm assuming is still at like the hotel. That's what I would assume. Unless some other stuff happened that we didn't know about. Also true. Uh, This is really hard because I feel like we missed about two to three pages of really important text.
1: Yes. Yes, I agree.
0: Uh, Let me read you my dove chocolate. Okay, that's surely going to help you.
1: Life happens between an inhale and an exhale. Okay. Which I actually thought was kind of ironic that we're reading a story about zombies. And it's talking about life and inhaling and exhaling and, you know, zombies aren't really alive.
0: Yeah, and they probably don't breathe, right? I mean, maybe they still breathe, but they're not alive.
1: I don't know if they have to breathe. That's a good question. They're dead. Why would they have to breathe? Well, that's also a good point. Uh, that's fair. Maybe they don't breathe. They don't breathe at all. They just need brains. Um, I don't think we should leave the house. So I think I would rather call leave the house. whoever it is that we're calling.
0: We're going to call someone. Right. About something. About something related to the gym teacher, Mary Brown. Yes, potentially.
1: Or it could be just a pizza. We could just be calling to order What pizza.
0: does the choice actually say again?
1: The, here's our choices. If you stay home and make a phone call, turn to the next page. Or if you leave the house and go to check on Mr. Samity by yourself, turn to page 107.
0: I think we'd just, I, I don't know, roll the dice and make this phone call, I guess. Yeah, I think I would rather stay
1: at the house with Sam than leave her alone. Like, that seems like a pretty crappy thing to do. So we're going to turn the next page, and maybe uh, things will make more sense. But I'm not going to hold out much hope for that.
0: We're... F- mm. Uh...
1: Chad?
0: Yeah? I'm going to try not to curse because I feel like we've been so very good on this episode. Well, we've, we've been all
1: right. But I feel like we've also been duped without knowing at all that we've been Motherfucker. duped.
0: Motherfucker. No, it's called for, people. Like, it's totally called for. Okay, so just Why little, do you put this on us? You just can't just write this context. into our character. Well, and especially without having any context no of Ms. Context Brown before the page before. Who the fuck is she?
1: So... When we're certain that Sam is asleep, we lock the house up, close the windows, close the doors, pull the shades down, make sure that it is just locked up tight. And we go over to our father's desk and we pick up the phone and we dial the number that we have dialed so many times. So many times. So many times. We can't help ourselves. We don't want to, but it's beyond our power. We hear the phone ring on the other side. Ring, Slow breathing. And then someone says in deep voice, yes. Yes. And we say, Mary. Yes. And she says, call me Miss Brown. And we say, Miss Brown, she's She's asleep. asleep. The end.
0: Fuck you guys. So. Fuck you, Kenny Bunkport. So. Kenny Bunkport is the name of the town.
1: Kenny. Oh, is that, I thought I thought you were saying Screw you Ken McMurtry.
0: That I was, but it's also that name in oh, the town gotcha. in New
1: Hampshire maybe maybe. Yeah,
0: so this I feel like
1: even if we had found this ending, we would have felt better about it had we known anything more about Mary. Anything about Mary. About at all. Mary. Like, and this... we
0: probably wouldn't have cho- made the choice to stay home and make no. a phone call.
1: Agreed. Yeah.
0: I Clearly like we're under some her like we are under some sort spell. of voodoo spell.
1: Yeah. I mean Yes, that's, that's the only option here, but to not have any context at all even about her before that, I think really made that extra crappy. So, like, I don't know what was wrong with the book or if there was, like, an extra page that was missing somewhere, but I, yeah, no, it was kind of a bummer of a way to go out. It sucks. It's not great.
0: And now we're the bad guy who turns right. over our friend to evil I mean, allegedly i mean unwillingly but yes yeah
1: we've we've. i been don't duped. want
0: this on my like rap sheet fuck you kenny mcmurtry i feel
1: like mr Samity should have realized that maybe she would have gotten to us first because if he knows that we're her pen pal then like mary probably would have too probably it seems silly to me that he thinks that we could have trusted clearly our us. suspicion
0: that like mary was the bad guy is is absolutely was spot was absolutely correct
1: but i think also something that bothers me is we don't know why mary wants sam so bad like there's no apparent reasoning that this lady is after this young girl i'm sure there's a reason but we have no idea what it is and that's just frustrating
0: it is frustrating. No, I mean...
1: Yeah, it's really messed up. That's that. I mean, I think we could go in circles about this all the time, but... um, That's all oh, she wait, wrote. Oh, wait, here we go. Wait, what?
0: What is this? Oh, well, maybe. Like the other choice that we would have taken to get into the creepy cab, there was a... Uh, some pages that talks about the gym teacher okay i'm not trying to read too many anyway but she comes into play i mean clearly as the bad guy mhm
1: so had we taken the creepy cabby would have learned more about her yeah versus just having a name thrown about like we know what's going on yeah strange uh i mean we've encountered some glitches in these books before
0: yeah you know it happens it's bound to happen
1: but it is kind of disappointing and uh makes for an
0: unsatisfactory ending it does i wonder yeah see i'm gonna have to do some research now maybe i'll write them a letter Yeah, there's some really creepy stuff. Anyway. They had a lot of pictures in that book. There's a lot of scary pictures.
1: Yeah, that was kind of a yeah, that was a creepy voodoo-y book. Um, had more to do with voodoo than it did zombies. They never even mentioned a zombie. Really.
0: So weird. Screw you, Kenny Bunkport. <laughs> well. There's always next time. Always next time. I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. I'm too... Yeah. I'm going to put it's that fine. down it's and fine. try to you know figure what? it out later. Uh, Sometimes you just have to let things go. But they did call uh, Mary Brown Mad Mary Mad when they Mary. discovered her. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. feel like there's definitely still more questions than answers about this whole story. Um, I don't feel like we're... Good. I mean, I feel like we did this book a good service. I mean, we read plenty of it. We read plenty of it. We read a ridiculous ending we with did. Lady Gaga. We did, yes. Um, I think we followed the main storyline to a conclusion. Yes, indeed. It was not a good one, but it nope. was a conclusion. I, hopefully there's one in there where we defeat Mad Mary and save our friends. Wouldn't that be nice? And learn that Mr. Sametti is Samedy? I think anyway uh was a good guy after all which we suspected i mean it seemed like i yes. mean our our, in, our instincts were i think fairly spot on fairly
1: spot on fairly which is you know go us because the last couple books hasn't really been
0: like that but so. we were just like hopefully mindwashed oh yeah i mean absolutely. brainwashed that's something I, that's what we were by mad mary that's absolutely like that episode of scooby-doo where daphne thinks that she's a vampire
1: yep Yep. But really, she's not.
0: No, yeah, she gets a phone call and then she goes and puts in fake vampire teeth and acts like a vampire. It's all hypnotism. Well, they get you sometimes.
1: You gotta watch out. Lesson of the day watch out for creepy people.
0: And not every strange cabbie is like bad yeah is that what that's we, what is that, i is that learned we
1: decided that creepy guy wasn't that creepy
0: no like i think it was actually kind of a friend he was just like a weird cabbie you know uh, what i mean all right so appearances aren't always what they seem yeah appearance, i mean i think we've learned this lesson before but it's that's, good to have that reminder very true you know it's one that you can learn many times again and so, uh we've
1: probably uh been here a while so have we Yeah. I can't see the computer today. Decent amount of time. Oh, yeah. I've been hiding it from you.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, as always, I have been Chad. And I have been Eric. And together we have been Cherrick. Bye, y'all. Have a good one. See you next time. Until next time. Peace, love, and Cherrick.